Do you ever see those people and think, oh my god, they have it all together, or their life looks so perfect, or fill in the blank? Maybe you're thinking that about me, and maybe you don't know that much about me, but today I'm sharing 35 things that I've learned over 35 years that have helped me to live in true alignment according to my human design, but there's also going to be some things that you may not have ever heard before or things that you didn't think that I struggled with or that were even possible. Everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own struggle. And today I'm going to be sharing some secrets you've never heard about. Welcome back to the Soulful Coach Podcast. And today is a solo episode with your host, Elise Margaret. Today I wanted to chat about 35 things that I have learned in my 35 years of being on this planet Earth. So uh, last week I turned 35 and I wanted to share 35 things that I have learned to live a more fulfilling life. So being that I am a business coach and mentor, I also run another business, um, a local market. I just thought it would be great to share these things and maybe these are things that you haven't thought of or just experiences in general. I think this is a great way for us to connect if you're new to the podcast. So let's go. So number one, I've always really loved bright colors like pink, orange, and red. And maybe this seems super random to you, but I thought I had to wear more neutrals to fit in. And then this past year, I've really been opening up into my spirituality. I recently did a a reading um, with a lovely lady diving deep into my astrology and in my chart that that I have an Aries sun it is you know really embracing the powerful colors embracing who you are embracing the boldness like I have this fiery fierceness to me Um, a lot of people will call me like stubborn or feisty or some people call me bossy but I like to put it as that I am assertive so really leaning into who you're really supposed to be and what you're supposed to wear I feel like I've really transitioned my style this last year too just more in like spiritually aligned and not just like wearing what everyone else is wearing but just like things I felt called to so if you're in this transition phase in your life or you're in business and you're thinking you have to show up a certain way or dress a certain way that's bullshit so just show up authentically how you want to dress how you feel comfortable and um, diving into astrology is also just great too Another thing that I've learned over these years is I am very emotional and growing up I didn't cry as much because you know we were taught to keep things in and with therapy I really opened up a lot more. I started therapy when I was 30 and so a lot of people don't see the side of me unless we're really close but another thing that has really helped me understand this and clarify it and make me feel like who I truly am is diving into my human design. Have you heard And I do um, human design deep dive. So if you have no idea what it is, check the link um, in my show notes below and we can jump on a call, dive deep into your human design. It's about a 45 minute call. We go through 22 pages of who you are, how you're supposed to show up in your wellness, your lifestyle, your business, and your zone of genius. And I've just added on an extra bonus of diving into your top gifts and how you can share these on social, how you can create offers through this. So that's an extra bonus. So knowing my human design, I have an emotional authority. So knowing that I am 
emotional and I have this, all these feelings. And also that's in my chart as well is that I have a, my sixth sense is a feeling and I have an aura about people. So honoring this too is so good. And, you know, when I worked corporate, I wasn't really allowed to honor the side of me. So when I'm on calls and I'm feeling emotional or I'm feeling passionate about things, you know, I put in the occasional F-bomb or, you know, I'm crying because I'm happy for a client win or I'm crying because I'm sharing a raw, real experience. And I think that's one of the most best ways to live is just being your truest self. Sometimes when you're working for certain people, you can't show the side of you. So I encourage you to dive deep into your human design and learn more about it, but just like honoring those feelings and not shutting them down. Another thing um, that I have found really helpful um, was, like I said, is that I feel like I finally found my purpose and that's coaching. So a lot of times, you know, we do this job that we went to school for or that we should have done or so-and-so said we should do or you just have been there for so many years and five years ago when I was in corporate, I just felt like I wasn't aligned. Um, I shared this week too that I had 21 migraines in one month with, you know, working at a desk job all day, feeling burnt out, but also in a relationship that was burning me out and not living in alignment. So knowing now that like I am a four six manifesting generator, um, things will move through me quickly. I was on um, an academy call today with my clients as well. I run an academy. Uh, it's a four-week program that I do. And in this, we dive really deep into your human design as well. But knowing that like, you know, if I decide to change something or I want to try something new, being a coach or mentor, you know, running a community organization, I have this freedom and this opportunity to do that. So this just feels way more in alignment. So knowing that and honoring that for yourself as well is really big. Another thing too, um, if you don't, like I said in the beginning of this, um, number four is that I'm an Aries sun, a Gemini moon and a Virgo rising. So in my, um, what's it called? In my chart that I dived deep into for astrology, I figured out too that my soul is in Virgo because that's my rising sign. And I, you know, I'm on this journey and trying to figure everything out, but I never really knew what this meant. And for me, this made so much more sense too, because I'm on the cusp of the end of the Aries, um, you know, sun sign and almost into Taurus. So at times I do feel more grounded. I do like to wear more natural things and I do feel more called to more natural elements but it was just interesting to learn more about this. So we'll love to know your sun, moon and rising signs as well. And number five. So another thing that maybe you don't know about me or something that I've learned in my 35 years is that is making yourself a priority and your self-care. It must be a must have. So a lot of times we think like, oh, if I have time, I'll do that later or for you know, I'm, I'm too tired right now. But a lot of times, you know, we give ourselves more energy by filling up our cup, by moving our body. So today was polar opposite day of yesterday where I like made it a non-negotiable that I got to the gym and took care of myself. And I literally feel 100 times better. So doing this for yourself is huge. So I've been doing this for about three years consistently now is, you know, obviously we have our, our days off or things like that, but I truly every day try to make myself a priority and just doing this and it fills up my cup. And then I can also help my clients because I'm also filling my cup first and coming to them in a way where I'm 
supporting them and not coming from a lack mindset or coming from a full supportive mindset. So think about that the next time, you know, you're kind of feeling down. Another thing that maybe you not you don't know about me or that I've learned over these past years is really embracing new things, um, new recipes, um, new cocktails. So forever, I've always been a white wine, a Pinot Grigio girl. And lately, I've been getting into the red wine, loving my Cab Savs. Uh, I actually feel like I only am drawn to like a Cab Sav, um, some type of drink with vodka or a Caesar. Like those are my top three. So I'd love to hear your top three. And I actually within, I don't know what has transpired but in the last like three months I haven't been buying any alcohol I just feel like I'm not called to doing it but if I'm out for a special occasion or out with a friend and I feel called to it like celebrating my birthday I had some wine and then I do that but I'm not supplying at home because I don't and this is may not you know maybe this triggers you or maybe you don't agree with me but for me I always would use like food and alcohol as a way to like crutch or like, you know, you know, if you have those emotions that you can't handle, I would just rely on these things and I would emotionally drink or I'd emotionally eat. Um, so I've no longer done those things and I'm not buying them in my home anymore. So if I'm out and I have some, sure, but it's not on my priority list to buy some to stay at home. Another thing you may not know about me, we're on number seven now, is I love cooking without a recipe. People always ask me for the recipe. Um, but one thing I've learned over these years, like I said, 35 years, um, is that trying new things and trying new foods is okay. Um, and dabbling and taking classes or maybe trying a new recipe is great for you. A lot of times we don't do this. We stay with what we are used to. And this is so true within your work, within your life, is that we just make the same things, we do the same things, we go to the same job. So try to spice up your life, try to spice up your recipe, try something new. This is, I'm really encouraging you to get out of your comfort zone. So let me know how this lands for you. Um, and uh, share on social if you found this episode helpful. I'm still going, I still have so many more um, tips for you. But if you're finding this is you know, a fun interactive way for us to get to know each other. Let me know. And another thing you may not know about me, but I've also decided to change um, and probably within the next couple of years is that I, if I could, I would be living somewhere warm all year round. And actually it's in my intention, um, maybe in the next five or 10 years is that I want to become a snowbird where, you know, I have a location or residence somewhere warm the other six months of the year because Canada weather is atrocious and literally the last like two weeks this rain and this never-ending crappy weather right now is just getting my mood affecting my mood way too much so my goal is to do that one day and just you know living a life of alignment and people may not agree with it people may not understand it or think like well how are you going to do that but essentially, because I work for myself, I can work from Wi-Fi or anywhere, and that will be my goal. So it's something that I have on my radar. So let me know places that are great six months of the year. I know most people go to Florida, but I'm thinking like Portugal, Spain, some more like more fun and exotic. So share if you have any ideas. Number nine, I am a true personal development junkie. So 
If you're in my world, you know that I'm always like reading a book or listening to a book or referring you to a book because I feel like we are always learning and we should never stop learning or not. We shouldn't stop growing. So um, the, what's the book that I just finished? I just finished um, the the Brianna Weiss book and I just saw she's coming out with a new one in June so I'm super excited for that I've read all of her books um the first one I read with her was this is how you heal I will say that was like you know a 12 out of 10 but all of her other books I have finished and they're amazing so my goal every month is to read one or two books just to like keep myself going and I feel like most business owners are learning or listening to podcasts or things like that so would love to hear your recommendations and uh, number 10 is, this is like very random, um, but I am double jointed in my hands. And I feel like over the years to this, you're probably like, how is this related to, you know, 35 things, you know, to help in your life or to live in true alignment. But for me, this has really helped me with being more flexible and, and trying new things. So this past year or two, I've, you know, tried a little bit more um, different yoga classes and getting into that and linking that back to my self-care. So at least once a week or once a month, I'm trying something new. This month on my agenda is to try a new Pilates class. Um, so I'm going to be trying out a local um, studio here, but I would love to hear what's something that you're trying something new. Um, it's always great for, you know, to to keep pushing your body and to try new things because we always do the same things, like I said, over and over. Okay, number 11. So I have been organized since I was four years old. You probably think this is crazy, but I've color coordinated my clothes since that age. But I also feel that this has also just helped me become way more organized with my life and who I am. So I would love to hear your thoughts if you are organized or not. Even in therapy, we dove deep into um, um, my OCD because with my ex, it came up a lot that, you know, it was that I was anxious or stressed or this or that. But I really didn't think of it as a negative. And I know a lot of people do or, you know, you know, I had friends that called me Monica or whatever, but I would I feel that actually being organized is linked to your your anxiety, your stress. And I've actually read studies on it, too, that if you are have this, you know, house or this mindset or that is messy or disorganized, it's hard to focus. And I, I'm not diagnosed with ADHD, but at times I feel that I cannot focus if my house is crazy or if things are a mess or things like that. So I embrace that I have, um, I think it's called assortment OCD. It's what my therapist had said, but I just like things a certain way. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think why not put things where they belong or make things look nicer. So diving into, you know, maybe sometimes people would think that, oh, these negative qualities or these traits about you could be a bad thing, but how about embracing them and looking at the positive parts of that? Um, number 13, I don't know, sorry, number 12, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I can get burned at, at times too. So I definitely put walls up, but I am definitely like, I have such a big heart. I like my friendships that I have. It's funny. A lot of people say to me like, Oh, you, you know, you have so many friendships and you have a big social circle. I, yes and no. So for me, I have been, I'm very like loyal to a T and I feel like, I don't know if this is an Aries trait or just me as well, but, um, and some people think that like Aries can be like savage at times, but we're not, we're just big, 
we have like we're like just like a big teddy bear until somebody burns us until somebody shows us wrong and then we put up that wall or then we become protective so think about that too so I have just been also just setting a little bit stronger boundaries now within therapy um, to just be a little bit more mindful that I'm not going to put like everything all out there um, and just putting up walls with certain people that I, I'm not ready to be vulnerable or to share openly so that has really helped too and you know you guys will always hear me talk about therapy it is the best tool in my toolbox that has helped me help me become a better coach better mom better friend um so think about that if you are struggling is just always thinking like maybe I do need to talk with someone and I know a lot of times we think that therapy is for you know someone who has problems or this or that but sometimes it's just nice to talk to a third party unbiased person and they listen to you and they give you feedback um, and they're being an active listener because a lot of times in a conversation and I know I can be guilty of this too is that we're not always active listening so um, going into number 13 so some people may not know this about me but this also ties into like my mg human design because I am a Manny Jenny but I'm also you know an entrepreneur self-employed my brain literally doesn't turn off at night sometimes I'm literally lying there um, so at times I have to take CBN and maybe someone may not agree with me or not understand this, but during my separation, my brain was really an overactive drive and I would just be like, I was always thinking about the future, always beyond anxious, just being like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. Um, but then at times with my brain, with like ideas, it just doesn't stop. So CBN has really helped me. Um, it's like the nighttime version of a CBD um, and I just take like an oil, like a small dosage, and it just helps me sleep. I actually haven't taken it in about a month because my I'm just feeling way more calm with where I'm at and I'm feeling more relaxed. But it's okay to, once again, this is another tool in my toolbox that helps me become, um, you know, the better business owner, the better mom, the better friend, because I'm going to be getting sleep now. And I think sleep is crucial. Um, I was talking to someone the other day and they're like, you know, everyone always thinks about being on this wellness plan and you got to lose weight and you have to eat less and you got to work out more. But she was like, the the number one thing that people don't think about is sleep. And it was so important. And so it's, it just makes so much more sense. So think about how much sleep you're getting. And, you know, if your brain isn't shutting off, maybe looking into other options as well. Number 14. And you guys, you know, my closest friends even are like, what's happened lately? But I am no longer a people pleaser. I grew up being the oldest. And I don't know about you if you're an older child sibling, but I was such a people pleaser. I, you know, did everything I could, went over and beyond, was very polite. But then it gets to a point, and I think to going through um, my separation, I started to learn in, in therapy as well, like starting to learn stronger boundaries and not doing everything for everybody because some people just walk all over you or they just take advantage of you. So I started putting up more walls, more boundaries, but just not, you know, giving in to every single person and being like, I'm no longer a people pleaser. I am pleasing myself first. And some people may think that's selfish and that's fine. But I've really started to dabble in these strong boundaries and just making sure that I take care of myself first, because then, like I said, then I can become a happier mom, I can be, 
you know, a stronger business owner, then I can be a better daughter, better friend, because I'm doing these things for myself. And we always, as a mother and as a business owner, we put ourselves last all the time. And I really wish we wouldn't, but we do because we feel this guilt. We think we have to have everything done a certain way or who, like, you know, that person's going to think this about us. Who gives a fuck? Honestly, I have left that era and some of my friends from back in the day may not recognize me at times, but I'm no longer there. So we're going into number 15. I've entered into my happy girl era after a hard year. And this is kind of like going on of what I just said, but I'm no longer, you know, doing things for other people. I'm doing things for myself. So if I want to do that thing, I'm doing it and I'm putting it on my list and I'm focusing on the things that make me happy and not doing everything for everybody else. So I'm focusing on the healing, the happy things, the things that bring me true joy. This also brings back into like true alignment into my human design and just doing things that like light me up. All right, number 16 is I get stressed very easily with tedious tasks. And you're probably thinking like, how is this necessary? But this also helped me start to, um, with my human design, it started to outsource tasks and things I didn't want to do. So I started hiring and getting help or do, you know, doing the things, the things I only want to do and then hiring for the things I don't want to do. So if you financially can do that, that is great. Um, and, you know, steps to work through it or to get there. But just remember that, you know, there, it you will feel better if you are just focusing on tasks that truly feel better to you and that light you up instead of doing things that just burn you out. Number 17, I am not patient. Um, and it's funny because I'm like, I am a mom and I understand. I have my patience for my son, but not patience for like things that I'm like, did you read the first email that I sent? Did you understand what I said? Um, and I know that I missed steps because this is also part of being a manifesting generator. So being a manifesting generator, we are just go, 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 go a lot of the times. But it's also okay for us to miss steps because it's a learning opportunity for us to grow. So think about that. Like what is it in your design that you're really good at and focusing in on that? This is your gift. So for me, I just love coaching and containers and I love working one-to-one and I love working in the mastermind that I'm running and in my academy. Um, but I also love retreats and I love um, networking opportunities and creating these things. I've actually just started um, a new um, group called the Soulful Connection. So monthly, we're going to get together um, with like-minded small business owners in this area and we're going to have like monthly workshops. So this month, I'm teaching all about social media tips and tricks you need to know, making you stand out from your competitor, but just also also being in true alignment as well. So I will put that in the show notes as well. But just remember to like, check out this human design stuff and honoring who you are and just showing up and it just feels so much more like you go to bed then that you're just like, ah, and that's the part of being an MG where you feel satisfied. And I go to bed being like, I have done what I've done today. I felt my purpose and my passion and I just feel in true alignment. Number 18 is I no longer shop impulsively. And this is also linked back to my human design as I'm going to keep going on about this because maybe you're the same as me, but I used to shop impulsively or emotionally all the time. 
Um, now I think things through at least 24 hours. And actually most of the time I'm either thrift shopping, shopping local, or getting something that is like these bright, bold things that I feel more called to. So I've switched how I do things um, and diving into this more. So if you're on this journey too, definitely check this out. I also just love like a thrift find when I'm like, oh my God, I got this for such a great deal. It's a great brand, but then you're like not just doing this fast fashion and you're actually doing justice to the environment as well. So I feel like it's total win-win. Number 19, I feel like I have the best morning routine and I feel like it takes a while to get there and it's changed over the years. Back in the day, you know, I'd be working out right away first thing in the morning and I probably will get back there again, but this transition, this phase of my life um, and not until like my little ones in school um, but right now I get up and I have my morning coffee. It's slow. It's morning cuddles. Then it's a little bit of manifesting. Um, my son and I will pick cards together and sometimes he'll want to pick them for other people. Then we get into some journaling. I do some affirmations, um, some manifestations, and I just love the slowness. And I never had that working corporate. I remember you know, getting up at like five in the morning, um, being ready by like 5.30, jumping to the train. And I worked in Toronto, downtown Toronto. And I my, didn't start work until eight, I think eight or 8.30. Um, and I would get up at five, get there at like eight, um, work all day, finish at four, not get home until six, literally go to bed at eight. And I was like, what is this life? I just felt so like this is not an alignment. It's not who I want to be. So having this slow morning has just really changed how I feel um, and just feels way more in alignment. Number 20, so I'm going to go on on journaling, um, is that I love journaling now. I used to dread it and I never knew what to write. Um, now the words just flow and it was funny a while ago, I think I was like writing one day and I think I wrote like eight pages of things. Sometimes just things flow and they come out. But think of things like you could literally just just start journaling today and like, you know, a habit takes 21 days to form. So start today and track it for 21 days. See how it feels. But honestly, journaling is a th is a form of therapy. And a lot of people don't think about this, but like you're literally writing all your thoughts. No one has to read it. No one has to um, find it, but just going into it and learning about yourself, letting things go, getting it on paper, um, go on a Pinterest and Google like, you know, what are some great journaling prompts that I can do today? Or if there's like a full moon or um, a new moon or something like that, that's when I usually do them as well. But think about like, what are things you need to let go of? What things worked well last month? What didn't work well this month? Um, and just diving into that. Number 21. So I've almost been, it sounds crazy, but I've almost been in therapy for five years because I started almost 30 and turned 35 um, last week. And I will never go back. So I will never not be doing it. I am going to be doing different forms of it. So this year, my goal is to do more EMDR, more Reiki and doing it when I feel called to doing it. Before I was doing it every month, um, talking therapy. Um, it was a lot of emotions that came out. This year, my goal is to try different types of it. Um, and once again, trying things scare. Like I've never done some of these forms of therapy that I'm going to be doing, but getting out of my comfort zone um, and trying new things and just like releasing these blocks is really helpful. Number 22. So I used to be that girl that was afraid to do that inner work, thinking I didn't need it. And now I thrive on it. So I'm going off of, you know, the last point that I made. But I literally, I think it was um, January of last year, I wrote down on my vision board that I wanted to be more spiritually aligned and more open and 
if you recognize me now, I am not the same person that I was then. Oh, also, it is now 222, and we are on number 22 out of 35. Talk about alignment. So if you know anything about numbers, think about that. Um, but yeah, I used to always be the person that was like, I don't need to do the inner work. I know everything. I'm good at this, da-da-da. But also, I think, you know, the reason we start to you know, do this inner work and this inner healing is usually it's like a major life transition or something that happens. So for me, it was separation that really opened up my eyes to all of this stuff. I don't know, you know, I can't say what would happen if I didn't, but I truly feel just very more aligned and just happy with who I am by getting into this and learning more. So, you know, if you think you know it all or, you know, you don't have any blocks of resistance, dive a little deeper and think about that too. Number 23, so I've never been good being alone as a social person, but now actually I enjoy my quality time and taking myself on solo dates. So last year was, um, it's been a month and, or no, a year and two months because we separated in, in last year, February. Um, so for like, I would say almost 10 or almost a year, I took myself on solo dates weekly and I would go to a coffee shop or would go to a restaurant or movies or whatever, but I truly was never good at being alone. I feel like, you know, if I had a day off, you know, working in my other job, I'd be like, okay, what are we doing today? Where are we going? And I would have all these like crazy lists and these plans of what I was going to be doing. But now I like enjoy my quiet time, my solo time. I feel like I'm that like extroverted introvert to a T. Um, so just learning to be by yourself and doing these things is so crucial. Number 24. So I actually hate small talk. Um, I really am a big goals and dreams talker and I love to like think wildly about life this is probably like the nemesis of me trying to date again too um I've gone on some great first dates um you know second third dates and dating here and there but I feel like the beginning to get there is so hard because I hate the small talk um it just drives me nuts because I'm like I don't want to know your favorite color or like what you I don't know just like basic shit I want to be like where do you want to travel? What do you want to do? Like, what is you like? What is the legacy you want to leave? And I don't know if that's like this my coaching mindset, but I cannot do basic small talk. So I feel like right away that deters people. Um, so I just think that I connect on that deeper level. Um, number twenty five. So I finally have started the process. This is actually huge, and I don't know if I've shared this anywhere else, but I've started finally the process of writing a book. So I'm going to be sharing a book. I'm not sure when it will be released or what it looks like, but I'm um, five chapters in, I'm sharing my story. And that's all I'm going to say, I'm going to set a boundary that I'm not going to be sharing more about that. Um, so I'm curious as what you guys think I'll be sharing this book about. But I have just had this calling to share more and share with others to see if they're going through the same things. I just feel though, also the writing process has been really healing. Um, so I encourage you if it's on your bucket list, do it. Uh, number 26, I no longer stay silent and I speak my mind. I'm laughing at this too, because this can be like a blessing and a curse is that I, at times when I grew up being younger, I would always, you know, kind of keep things to myself at times I would speak up, but I don't anymore. Cause I feel like I would rather speak my truth. I would rather speak up for what's right instead of just like sitting back in the crowd. And I encourage you to do the same because you know, part of doing my inner work and my therapy, I've done a lot of Reiki too, is like balancing out your chakras and using your throat chakra. Like 
if you truly have this goal of, you know, making your business and your dreams and making a bigger impact, you have to speak up and you have to use your voice and we can't stay silent. We can't keep everything to ourselves. Share your gifts, dive into your human design. Let's get into your zone of genius and share these with the world. I think this is crucial for every person to do, even if you maybe don't want to do your own business, but maybe you want a hobby or a side hustle. It's really important to, you know, speak your truth. Number 27. Um, so I love networking. I've actually been in a networking group now since uh, I'd say like six months now. And I'm loving it. I love meeting new people being that I'm a four six on my profile and my human design. I love building relationships. That's actually me to a core. Like I am very like I build very good relationships with friends, friends and clients. Most of my clients become like best friends because I want them to win and I want them to do their best. And I think it's important to have people in your life who have like the same goals and visions. Uh, number 28 is that I have seen visions become a reality through manifestations, healing, Reiki and medium work. And you're probably thinking like, what are you talking about? But I've literally, I actually talked about this today on a call, but I have manifested so much in my life because I started to believe in my visions and putting them out there. So some things you can do today is write them all out speak them out into the universe and then start acting like it's already happening. So, you know, if you want to meet your soulmate, these are things I've actually done. Um, and I'm not going to, I have certain boundaries on my relationships now um, in my life and I don't speak to all of them. But one thing I started doing was hanging out in areas where I would find my soulmate or where this person would be. And, um, I'm going to just say it nicely, but most of them have worked. Um, so think about that and think about what you really want for your vision and how it be- can become a reality and believing in yourself. Uh, number 29. So I actually, this is a kind of continuation of 28, but I have seen my dream home on the water with my soulmate and I actually saw myself pregnant. It was really cool. It was on um, a call with my clients and we were doing um, a visualization in January for our vision board workshop and we all did the visualization together and I literally had my eyes closed and we were sitting there listening um, to this woman speak about these visualizations and I saw myself pregnant with these like short overalls with my soulmate and I know who it is and I won't be sharing that either um, and Cam was there as well and he was a little bit older and I literally felt like the most chills I've ever felt and maybe you don't believe me or you don't believe in this stuff um but it was so so amazing to see and just to believe in myself in these dreams because for about a year I've been writing in my manifestations I'm buying my dream home on the water with my soulmate because I'm a specific manifester based off your human design you have to know if you're specific or not and for me I was very specific. So seeing that dream and knowing that it's going to be happening was just like beyond chills. And my clients also in that um, workshop, they also saw things too. So being more open and maybe you don't believe in this or you think I'm talking on my ass. And I would have too five years ago because I wouldn't have been open either. But try to be a little bit more open. Try doing some journaling. Try doing some meditation. Try new things to get yourself out of the box we all live in this box this cookie cookie cutter lifestyle that is bullshit um and once you start living 
outside the box and in alignment, you're going to see there's so many more opportunities. So now diving into number 30. So I this kind of continuation of number 29 is I've never been so open spiritually and I'm here for all the transformation. So I literally um, also just see things all the times things come to me or I'll manifest things or I'll do new rituals or new ma- new moon rituals and literally the next day the shit fucking happens and it comes true and no one will probably believe me like most of my clients um, and some close friends believe me but it is very rare that someone will believe you without doing this work so I encourage you to be more open. Um, number 31 is I am not the same person I was years ago. Um, I actually don't even recognize myself at times so just remember that you can change and you can shift and like I said just being more open has been really helpful for me um I and you know I also notice too when things start to trigger me I think at times when we see things on social media and back in the day I would have been triggered by things um and then I would have unfollowed or been bitter but now I think like why am I triggered by that what is it that bothered me about that post or that person Um, because usually it's a deeper issue with ourselves so think about that as well number 32 so I've shifted my priorities and values so so funny um, like I said I don't know this version of me and you may not recognize me but before I used to just like shop all the time you know I was emotionally shopping and emotionally eating um, but I no longer do that I really think things through Um, I think like do I need this is this valuable? But I also just prefer spending money on experiences now. I'd rather do something. And I actually did that for Christmas with Cam and all his family. But I was like, I would prefer an experience over in a gift because you're going to get this thing. And it was funny. We had this get together a while ago with family. And I looked around the room and there was just all this stuff everywhere. And I think about it at birthday parties too. We get all these birthday gifts and all these things. For me, it just makes me overwhelmed and stressed. And I think, where am I going to put all these things? I would prefer an experience. Like, instead of getting some random thing, like, let's go to the zoo or let's go to the beach or let's go on a picnic. Let's do the things that, like, get us out of the house or, you know, get a conversation going or building that friendship or spending time, quality time with someone that you love. Think about that. So, um, number 33 oh I kind of went into this as I said I no longer need material items I would prefer experiences so even for Christmas for myself I said this so I would prefer doing things with friends and I don't want things anymore because I'm like I'm trying to downsize I've actually been more on a minimal uh, minimalist journey um, diving into like just doing things and you know, buying things that I only really need, but not having a cluttered home, because then I feel like it's cluttered home equals cluttered mind. And I can't do that anymore. So that's something that I've shifted. Number 34, and we're almost done. Um, I've been given the animal spirit of bunny of like a little bunny, which means good luck, wealth, fortune and fertility. I see them daily. And I'm probably you're probably thinking like, what does this even mean? Why do I need to know about this? But it's really important. Because if you are really open or spiritually aligned, or in alignment, you actually will have animals freely coming to you um, that will want to be close to you. But also, each animal um, and each sign has a meaning. So if you're seeing numbers or you're seeing animals or things like that, remember, you know, and look them up. Like maybe you see something today and it could just be like a sign from the universe that you need. And you may not believe this or agree with me, but it is something that is really important. So 
for me during separation, I was going through a hard time. I dealt a lot of stuff internally, uh, unless I was doing a therapist appointment. But every time I saw the bunny, it would just like make me smile. And then I would like look it up. But literally, we see them daily. And I just was like, you know, they're out there to support me and to guide me and to make sure that I feel that, you know, that that good luck, that wealth, that fortune, that fertility. So focusing on what kind of things you're seeing daily. And the last but not least, 35. So on the 35 reasons, or 35 things I've learned in my 35 years, um, this one has actually just like, I'm actually feeling chills about to read this, but I know I'm on the right path daily and I'm living in true alignment. I literally see 111 or 1111 at least four to five times a day. Actually, I was on a call earlier today and I saw um, one of these and then on the podcast today with you guys seeing the 222. But I just know this is what I'm supposed to do. And I feel for years, I just felt like, you know, I was doing these jobs to do these things, but I feel like I truly know what I meant to do. Um, my life purpose, my path is to mentor, coach, create communities and safe spaces for other business owners and soulfully align individuals. So that is my purpose and my path and to travel. And my goal is to take my retreats um, overseas tropically as well. So stay tuned for that. And I hope this episode resonated with you. If you loved today's episode and it truly resonated with you, please share on social media and tag me at the Soulful and Social Coach on Instagram or share a review on Apple or Spotify. As you know, coming from a small business owner, every review or testimonial means the world to us. Sharing is caring and we will see you all next week.